We're, we're fate. fate. That was great. Hey guys, if you've been with us before, hey, how are you doing? If you're new here, hey, how are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Play on Words, a musical podcast where we talk all things Broadway. I'm your co-host, Lainey. And I'm your co-host, Michaela. And today we're going to be diving into new work, Fate. I'm here today with the assistant director of the show, uh, the writer, and a cast member as well. And we're so excited to talk about this show. Let's just get into it. All right, we'll have you each introduce yourselves individually first. Uh, I'm, I'm Nick, and I'll, I'll quickly just say I'm not actually technically the writer. That's Perry, fine. And I was the book editor. Book editor. Um, I'm Tyler Van Ostendorp. Uh, I'm the assistant director. I'm Gabe Root, and I'm a cast member. I'm playing Mercer, who is not Mercutio, but really close. <laughs> Good clarification. <laughs> That's really awesome. That's so slay. Um, I just. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is what is what is fate? What is it about? Give us some background. Like, what is the show? Yeah. So, um, have you ever heard of the Shakespeare play um, Romeo and Juliet? Oh yes, absolutely. No? Okay. So, like, what if Romeo and Juliet was a musical, but being done in a musical? Mm. Question of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's it's. Kind of playing off of um, the the idea of fate, obviously, but like, what does fate actually mean? Um, and we ask these questions by following these two characters um, that go to college in their pursuit of acting. They go into um, a in a pretty intense acting conservatory, um, and they are auditioning for Romeo and Juliet, and they fall in love um but some a little bit of difficulty happens when um the head professor realizes that um the male lead is a little um is the son of his ex-lover from (gasps) when he went to the same conservatory and so then he says no and then kind of drives a a stick between them and so it's about that conflict of what is love, what is fate, if it's even real, and um, how do we take life into our own hands and do what we love rather than what other people want us to do. You ate that. Thanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wonderful, and what can you tell us about the title of the show? Kind of, you kind of touched on this. Um, Is there any other things you wanna add about the title of the show or? Yeah, Um, it's interesting because it has a question mark, which I mean, like, we we sometimes uh, make goofs about in the in the room of, yeah, we're going to fate rehearsal today, <laughs> um, but it's interesting and we explored a lot in the second act. Uh, there's a whole song about it, but like, it I I think it's interesting that it's with a question mark of fate. What does that even mean? Is it re- like? It's it's a goofy um, word that you always hear of like oh it was meant to be it was fate when it was, you know so it's a play off of that um, yeah that's about it <laughs> perfect perfect awesome 
Um, so you weren't the writer, but <laughs> as like the book editor, do you happen to know like what was the inspiration for creating this show? Yeah, uh, Perry, so Perry is a musician, really. Um, he hasn't done a lot of theater before, and I mean, he's a big theater fan. He sees lots of things. He goes to Broadway and sees plays all the time. He has strong opinions about all, all musicals. <laughs> um, but he's a musician, and he's a really talented musician. He's written symphonies that have been done here at the University of Utah. What? Yeah. Um, and he's got this band that they were recording an album in uh, right around 2020. And it was kind of their little escape. They made themselves a little safe pod and were recording music. And Perry just decided he was going to try and build a musical around these new songs to give him kind of something to do while we were all in lockdown. So that's what he did. Um, he came up with the story, the very the premise of it, and the characters. Oops, sorry, that's my phone. And uh, then he he brought Jamie Roca Allen on, who's the director, and me to kind of help him flesh it out and develop it. And so that's what um, mostly of dialogue and structural kind of things to make it ready for a performance is what we did. That's cool. So like, how long has the process been? You said that it was kind of being. Process yeah, COVID. in in 2022 is when Perry reached out. It's so, it's so funny to me because he didn't know what to do once he sort of had this musical sketched out, and he just went on the theater department's website and found David Schmidt, who's a theater um, musical theater faculty member, and just emailed him and was like, "So what do I do with this?" And David said, "Well, you probably want to workshop it and develop it a little bit, and here's some people who can help you do that." And David really sort of ushered it for a little while. Um, which is how I got pulled in and how Jamie eventually got brought on. And then uh, Perry took it to Seth, who's the artistic director of the Grand Theater, and Seth said yes. And so it's been a, a little over, a, probably about a year and a half since it really became more than just Perry, since a whole bunch of people got involved. Yeah. Yeah, and along with that, have there been any, any like, run-ins that you've had to deal with, any obstacles or, like, any kinks um, that you had to figure out? Yeah, and we took we took big breaks um, throughout that year and a half when we would work in because we would go to Perry would bring Jamie and I to his house and he would cook dinner, and they were themed dinners. <laughs> so it was like fiesta night, or it was like he asked us what our what our sort of heritage was, and Jamie is British, but he's also Portuguese, so we did like a Portuguese food night, and we did an Irish theme night he's in adorable. which Perry wrote like original music for it. It was awesome. Um, so kind of the only obstacle was that we would get sidetracked really bad. <laughs> mm. And we'd have to sort of pull ourselves back to, to the task at hand. But it's actually, as far as like creative collaborations go, it's been really easy. Yeah. That's awesome. Super cool. Has it like evolved into anything different than what was originally written, originally expected from the story? And like what things changed? Yeah, great question. I think there was a big tonal shift in it from like the original workshop that happened to what it is now. We sort of embraced the camp of it a little bit and leaned into the comedic moments and the moments where um, young people, the younger characters are taking things too seriously. And the moments when the older characters in the play are can't let go of grudges you know like we really leaned more into because that keeps the tension tighter to to look at the characters sometimes and go they're being stupid they're they're being ridiculous and they can't see it yet 
So we, we sort of pushed in that direction a lot more in the last couple of working sessions and also just to try to make it silly. Because Perry's number one goal was that it was fun. He didn't want it to be like heavy at all. So yeah. Awesome. Great. Um, are there any favorite parts um, in the show either that are in the script or a favorite part to perform or to watch? Oh, I haven't started one yet. <laughs> um, my, that's hard. My favorite song to perform is my song. <laughs> my song is called Fast Ride, and it's at a karaoke bar where, can I say fuck? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where, I want to make sure it hasn't changed. Where my character gets to be fucking unhinged, and I... It's so much fun. I literally run around these platforms on the stage. And I'm just going, what? That's me the whole time. Just losing my shit. It's so much fun. And it's been such a fun song to like evolve and learn how to make it work with me and not like fight it and stuff. It's a little vocally up there and, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> so true. <laughs> that probably no, is one of my favorite but, parts still too. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I haven't even seen it yet, but just, oh with, my God, with the lights so and stuff, it's gonna be so yeah, it's much great. fun. Yeah. And I also really love Rosie's song. Rosie is um, the main girl's like best friend character. So we're kind of a best friend duo type thing, like High School Musical kinda. Um, but uh, what you laughing at? I just haven't seen High School Musical, so I don't understand the <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Sorry. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. No, but she has a song right after Fast Ride, because Fast Ride is just Mercer's character, who is an agent of chaos, a just just crazy, it's like a crazy rock song, where he's just hyping everybody up, and everything's crazy. And then Rosie has this song where she's just... It's, it's groovy. It's a total tonal shift. It's groovy. It's like yearning. For, for like some romance and I'm, I'm sitting there in the sad grooving it's ooh, I like that song a lot Just One Touch is what it's called yeah it's a great song yeah yeah I um, I think a big plus that the show has with the cast is um, there's a it's it's at the Grand's um, backstage theater so the audience is sitting on the stage with the cast so um, I've had the wonderful opportunity of having to mark what the front row is, and so I've been about a foot away from the actors like the whole show, um, and it's been great. But I think that the show serves a lot of really fun um, little side quests on the side of like there's the scene happening, but um, the world is really lived in by the ensemble and the chorus, and there's a lot of really fun moments that happen on the side that no one will see all of. Um, and I've had the great opportunity of seeing that. Like, there's a moment where um, there's uh, a character that Mercer falls in love with, <laughs> and there's a point where ev all the kids are, like, sitting in a group while the professor is talking about Romeo and Juliet, and there was one specific <laughs> rehearsal <laughs> uh, where uh, anytime the professor would be like, love, Sex. He just, Gabe would just keep reaching towards her, and like it was the. It's I would just turn so, my head. I would go. It was so <laughs> funny. It's funny because they could not. Yeah. They can't see me. They <laughs> but he would like be facing forward and then turn his head ninety degrees to meet 
eyes with her and would be completely rejected. Every five seconds. Every but, five. Yeah. Does that, does that uh, stay in the show? It's there, kind of. I've been, I've been, it's kind of been different things every time. I, I think it. I'm gonna bring it back because I, I liked it. Well, because you also go for like a bones or something. It's because it's because it, it's like a discussion thing where the the professor's like, give me something, and then someone says something, and he's like, that's kind of dumb. I say something, and he's like, right, but a little on the nose, and and then my friend like, you know, you know, gives me a little fist bump, and then, and then she, the one I'm in love with, um, she says something, and he's like, great answer, and I go. Fist bump? And then, my, <laughs> and, then, and then my friend pulls my arm away. Like, it's it away. It's so funny. Um, yeah, those those are my favorite moments. There's so many. Like, those are the things that I really latch on to. But I'm also, like, especially because I'm in the director role, like, watch. I, I'm someone that is now watching what the, what the ensemble is doing rather than following the story. Um, I mean, obviously following the story. But, like, trying to see those little details, I think... Um, has been really a joy for me. Um, but also the song Fate is one of the few songs that really um, pull, grounds the audience in what mm. the questions of the show really ask the audience. Um, and it's just written so beautifully. The harmonies are wonderfully performed. The The instrumentation is amazing. And Their voices are gorgeous. God, they song. sound so good. It's like... It's just like angelic. It's like butter. It's like <laughs> butter on your ears. No, literally, like some, and they do it like this simple, cute little waltz with it, and it's so. Sweet. It's so. It's the first couple times we did in rehearsal, it made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. It was. It's really because the whole show is campy as hell. Like yeah, front front to back, but then there's just like these little moments where you're like, oh, little little just yeah. genuine like genuineness, just yeah. poking through. I really like it. Yeah. And the actors do a wonderful job of um, allowing themselves to be in a really vulnerable place for that song. Of um, Because the show is so campy, I feel like you could easily fall into a trap of, um, of not taking anything seriously and not being in a vulnerable place. And I think that's something that Caleb and Azalea do really well, um, is finding that place of vulnerability and um, allowing their hearts to be seen even in such a campy show. So, yeah. Nice. That's my long-winded answer. <laughs> uh, for my answer, I haven't seen the show since the first week of rehearsals, so there's a lot that I don't know about it now. Um, I, I probably need to lean forward, right? Sorry. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot that I don't know about the show at this point. Um, so I'm excited to see how it's evolved and changed and what some of those like details are, like Tyler was describing. Um, but this is going to sound so dumb, but I... I, one of my favorite things about it is that there are transitions because originally on it was like a song would end and then the, I think the idea was go dark and then next scene, you know, things were really sort of broken into mm. scene one, scene two, scene three. And I don't know if this has held over in the direction of it, but we tried to write it in that there was like a flow or a momentum to it and not these sort of arresting stops. Um, so at least on the page, that was something I really liked. We'll see how it's translated. Oh, yeah. Is that it's, still there? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's still, even yeah. like working with the script, it's still marked as scene one, like yeah. technically like scene one, and then there's a little title, scene two, scene three, and I like marked those in my script. I'm like, this means nothing to me because it's all it's all flowing into the oh, next good. thing. So you kind of got to think of it as a whole. Good. Yeah. That's, that's something that I personally was like advocating for was that it never stopped. It yeah. just goes the whole time. It serves the show really well, I yeah. like, too. Yeah. Because it's got a good pace to it. 
Good. Yeah, I'm excited to excited to see how that's all worked out now. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's so cool. You guys have kind of answered this question a little bit, but are there any fun stories that have come about from the create the creating process or even from when you auditioned, when you held auditions, mm -hmm. or even when you were just like making the play? Hmm. <laughs> I think it was what happened last night. With <laughs> Expand upon what happened last okay. night, Tyler. So, this is recorded on February 1st, 2024. Yeah, so, so um, we've been in tech rehearsal all week. It's, uh, today's Thursday. So yesterday we were, um, Monday was our first like spacing rehearsal uh, on the set for the first time. And then we've been like doing lighting and sound. And yesterday, like I think on our second to last 10 minutes, so it was around like 9.30, um, one of the actors was like, hey, do you think we're going to get out early? And I was like, uh, you know, I mean, we're on really good pace. We only have one big number left. I think there's a good chance. Um, and then it turned to be like, what, 10, 15, 10, 20. Um, and we finished everything that we needed to. So our stage manager oh was Lord, like, hey, um, unless your names are this, so-and-so, 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 you're good to leave. My name was not there. And this person... This, I was the, about to walk out. The same person that um, asked me if we are going to get done early, like, yelled, like, yes! <laughs> I got so excited. And then our stage manager was like, actually, no, we also need this person, this person, <laughs> and then that person that yelled, yes. And Gabe. And <laughs> it, it was... I think it was also just because I was... I'm very exhausted, too, but... Just seeing the, the life fade from their eyes was <laughs> the funniest. Brutal. It was so brutal, but so funny to me. Um, that, that's the only th story I can think of, though, is that. Um, there's, more. There's, there's definitely more. There's definitely more. It's a, it's a silly show. Um, last night, Tyler and I also spent a 10-minute break <laughs> entirely fighting for our lives in a Pokemon Okay. Puzzle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a puzzle in Pokemon Emerald that I got stuck on, <laughs> and I recruited Gabe to help me. And it, we spent the whole the store's falling. We spent the whole ten trying to figure it out, mm -hmm. and we didn't figure it out. I figured it out this morning. Mm -hmm. um. Nice. That's awesome. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Pokemon. Emerald. It's a great Pokemon game. That's so cool. Yeah. Are there any other fun stories? Anything think. else? Or should we? Is there? Move on. Move on. Do you have funny stories? I mean, it's all a blur now. Like I, I shared that we had all our little dinner meetings and mm -hmm. stuff like that, <laughs> um, which were funny. I uh, I hope you wouldn't mind me saying this, but <laughs> one of the things that's the, been the funniest to me has just been watching Perry because oh, yeah. he. <laughs> This is, you know, it's a dream come true for him. He's made a musical, and he's never done anything like this before, and he's a, he's a musician first. Um, but just to kind of see the way he lights up at almost everything that's happening. He's had swag made, you know, for the show. Yeah. First rehearsal, he brang, he brang? He brang. brought, <laughs> he brought a whole box of uh, fate beanies and they weren't just beanies, dude. They were fully lined. Like, yeah, yeah, they're they nice. They were nice they're beanies. Nice. And also, 
Our, I don't know who did the graphic design, but our logo goes hard. It does go crazy. I don't know who did it either, to be honest with you. Is this someone at the Grand? Yeah, maybe? It's, the, it's the Grand staff. Oh, it yeah. goes stupid though. Yeah, it's, no, it's crazy. It's, it's a really nice logo. Yeah. Um, you guys don't see it, but it's great. <laughs> well, when you look at the poster, that's right. Yeah. When you and go to buy the show, your tickets, there you go. You'll see it. Yeah. 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 He's been funny. We, Jamie and I, have been trying to persuade him to make. If, if he's going to do swag, if he's going to have things made, he needs to make the cookbook. Because he kept a log uh, of like everything he made, <laughs> so each scene could have like a correlating meal. <laughs> That's awesome. So That's actually really cute. He should he should totally have that printed. Perry has been at least he's absolutely precious from auditions, very 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 first audition to last night, big ass smile on his mm -hmm. face every time. His eyes are so bright. He's so happy to be yeah. there, and yeah. like callbacks callbacks he actually he actually turned turned up to me and Caleb who were the only two young like sorry sorry parents young men that call, got called back for both Roji and, and Mercer both of us and it went the way it should have went <laughs> and, and and he went and he went so it's not really my decision but uh, if you guys could choose who'd you guys want to be <laughs> and we said opposites. He said, I've already been Roach. You haven't wanted to try Mercer. I was like, sure, I'd be Roach. And I'm like, I don't know how. Really? I don't know what was going on in our heads. But uh, he's just hes just so sweet. He I, is. That sums him up really well because, like, to his credit, even though he hasn't done this before when we were working with Jamie and I, he was, like, the ultimate collaborator. He, yeah. There was never anything where he, even though it's his project and his story, um, where he was like defensive, he was willing to explore mm. anything. Um, so, so he really is like the ultimate team player. He just wants to make something cool and have everybody involved be happy about it. That's really yeah. admirable. Yeah, especially I, for someone like this that would be like your baby. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's been working on it for years. Yeah, and I've it was, it was interesting because I was collaborating on another project through much of the same time of this, and it was not like that. So it was really <laughs> refreshing to kind of go work with Perry. Um, who just never lost sight of the end goal. So, yeah. Wonderful. Loved hearing all about that. Um, do you guys just want to do a little shameless plug for the show or any other work that you have? Should I go since I have, <laughs> <laughs> I have things I want to plug? This yes, is, this yes, is yes. very shameless. But in addition to Fate, the things that I was writer on this year that I'm excited about and I hope people show up for is I wrote Westminster University's uh, what will be their last show of this spring semester. Um, so it opens at the end of March. It's called The Doomsday Device. Uh, so that's happening at Westminster. And then on February 26th, the Salt Lake Acting Company, I have a play that's getting a reading there um, that opens in Canada about two weeks later. So I'm kind of hoping Damn. the audience response is good and Salt Lake Acting Company is like, maybe we, sh maybe we should produce it. <laughs> those, are my, those are my things. Um, in this isn't a while, but um, in April uh, I've got my senior project happening. It's gonna be well, I have two technically, um, but in the acting program we have our senior project, so we have to put on some sort of piece. Um, <clears throat> a lot of us are collaborating together to do a big production of King Lear, um, but also me specifically. Then I will be promoting it because it's a one-person play. I'm doing a rendition of Every Brilliant Thing by Duncan Macmillan. Um, it's a brilliant play. So. Gorgeous play. Um, so that's what I've been working on. 
as well as fate is um, memorizing that beast. But come see it. Where it's gonna be multiple days. Uh, what days those are? Don't know yet. It's only February. Don't have the. We don't even have the rights yet. But um, we will soon. But beyond that's on the radar. In April. Okay. In April, yeah. End of April, yeah. Yeah. Very excited. We'll be looking forward to that. Personally, uh, in addition to fate, I do have an Instagram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh! You can, you can find that logo there. <laughs> hey! You can find the logo if you've been dying to see the logo. Um, it's Gabe Root. I don't have anything to plug. I, if you look at the University of Utah magazine in February, I'll be there in a silly little outfit. It's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> awesome. Woo. Cool. Any any extra little tidbits you want to leave your audience with? Any other comments, questions? Shall we give them the dates of the show? Oh, yeah. 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 Give them the dates, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> February 9th is opening, isn't it? February, Eight, what day is it today? The 1st? Yeah, no, the it's 9th because it would be the Thursday. Yeah, so oh, okay. next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, no it's Sunday. It, 8th is the Thursday, right? Because it's eighth Thursday today. Day. You're right. 8th is the Thursday. Oh, today's Thursday? Don't fuck with me, Tyler. That's crazy. Today's Thursday. Yeah, so it would be the 8th. Yeah, we open, and then we run. Basically the rest we of run. the Three weekends? We run real fast. Three All weekends, the way right? Yep. Yeah, three All weekends All the way through February, that. then March. There is an understudy <laughs> cast. Um, not and a full cast, but understudies for Jackie and Rosie, the two main, main girls. Um, you can see them on uh, all the Thursdays and the matinees. Yeah, if Saturday. I'm correct. Saturday yes. matinees, yeah. And they're both incredible and um, so you should see both. very, Honestly. very admirable about how um, they've handled being understudy and giving a different take on the same characters. Mm -hmm. um, as someone that just understudied for Tempest as well as being in it, it's kind of difficult to not just copy what the person is doing because of the way that understudying is handled. Um, so it's been really fun to watch them bring their own yeah. to the characters. So and Jamie's doing a really good job of giving them their own performance opportunities to explore their characters mm -hmm. and their different, very different relationships mm -hmm. with Caleb and I, which I think is really going to be awesome to watch. That's fun. And, yeah. um, but if Caleb and I were to uh, get hit by a motorcycle, um, then you can definitely see the understudy cast of Nick Dunn and Tyler <laughs> Van Ostendorf. Who yeah. would play which role? Uh, depends on the night. Yeah, we'll, we'll swap. Yeah. We'll swap well, halfway through the show. Like, depends on which, which student would vomit at the thought of having <laughs> like play a scene with me. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them, probably. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would suck, wouldn't it? Intimacy like, coordinate with Dear you listeners, if you want to know, I was their teacher. How so. much do I have to pay for a rendition of Fast Ride, Nick? How much? <laughs> of, of Nick doing Fast yes. Ride? Yes! <laughs> Karaoke we'll night. We'll work that out, yeah. For the we'll closing work, we'll night party? Karaoke night, please. <laughs> please. I think how that's many, out of my range. How, how many, many shots will it take? <laughs> <laughs> I will you buy know who one. has the answer? Perry. Perry does. <laughs> Dude, That's I love Perry so much. I cannot believe he just got you guys, made you guys dinner. I yeah. would die awesome. for him. Yeah. He's so cool. He's awesome. <laughs> Can I ask you one real question, Nick? Sure. Do you have a favorite, like, dialogue part to write in the show that you, like, worked on? Or, like, it, a I, favorite role to write That's actually or something? A, an awesome question. Um, I think maybe my favorite bit to write was the, the bouncing conversation between yeah. the roommates. 
Um, because in the original script, we had the scenes with the parents in the beginning, right? Oh, should I lean forward? The, th the scenes with the parents, um, and then the scenes with the roommates, and it felt exactly the same, like we were playing the same beat twice, mm -hmm. you know? So I was trying to think of how do we make this introduction completely different from that introduction? And it just was like, I was, it wasn't when we were writing together, I was at home, and I was just like, I'm, what if I just like cut it all up like like patchwork. fridge magnets and just patchwork it together and that's how that it was out. and awesome. I love it I that's, love the way it sounds that's my yeah. favorite scene to do yeah. with with my character at least like that's I think it's such a cool concept because that was during that was there for the callback that was our read and that was and I was like who did this this the, is crazy and the callback was the first time we heard that kind of out loud besides us reading it, oh yeah because right? so he we didn't really make tiny adjustments and stuff yeah. too and it worked it, yeah because we didn't know how it would really play helpful. until literally actors were trying it and mm -hmm. we were like oh it's kind of cool you know so and I the, think that's my favorite. and with like lighting and stuff and like yeah. the, the yeah, stage sets awesome yeah by Kyle Becker yeah uh, he's Becker's last name right uh -huh. he's, yeah he's really good dude he's, he's so good. particularly good at like this kind of stuff where it's set in multiple locations and, and it needs mm -hmm. to be sort of implied versus like you know a box yeah. set or whatever Kyle's really good at sort of imagining functionality but it also looks cool, feeds the aesthetic mm -hmm. and the motif. It's He's such a simple set, but hearing him at the designer presentation, like talking about all the intentionality behind it, yeah. and ev like every little thing had a reason, the color scheme on the back wall and everything, and I was like, man, yeah. that's crazy. It's cool to hear a designer do that. It's always a good reminder to me as a writer too, because like to, to put a word on the page is nothing. Sometimes it's an app, you know, uh, atrium. All right, moving on, right? <laughs> But a designer has to take that and do something with it. And so it's wild to show up kind of at the designer show and tell and be like, oh, yeah, we put that in there. And <laughs> someone has been working on it now for weeks. And, and now it's this, like, visual thing. It's mm, really, awesome. it's such, I love the, the collaborative process of theater, so. And the lighting is incredible. Like, one of the things, like, the fact that it's the backstage show of the Grand, it's like, you're, you have this close, intimate. You told me about this because I, I didn't love know until doing the Nick, shows. Nick here told me about it. Um, but shit, don't <laughs> laugh at me, Tyler. <laughs> I always, didn't. They didn't know who you was. Anyway, he told me about it when I was asking about the show before I like auditioned or whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, because it's like an intimate, almost like black box theater kind of experience. But you get a full lighting like rig and full light point, yeah, and everything, light system, everything, and it's." Yeah. It's really full out in terms of that because it's yeah. such a showy show, yeah. it's such a musical. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And you're right. It's the backstage setup at the Grand is really unique because typically, you know, the the attraction to a black box space is that it's very intimate. The audience is right there with you. Um, the downside is you have less space to design in, and so yeah. the way they do their backstage shows is kind of the best of both worlds. It's super intimate. The audience is right there but you have the full capacity of a big, big theater space. And like originally when I was like first like reading the show and stuff, I was like, why would they do this show in a smaller version? But now that like we're into runs and we have lights and we have all this, I'm like, it, it translates so well because of what we were talking about with it having those real moments where, where real emotion peeks through and it's like, you can really feel it. I'm cool. so excited. I'm excited too to see it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, if that's everything, yes. See? Yes. Awesome. Um, then I think that's all the time we have for today. Thank you to our guests for coming in and sharing the process of fate. <laughs>
question mark, Faith. <laughs> uh, thank you as well for tuning in to this episode of Play on Words. As they said before, go and get your tickets online through the Grand Theater. And also follow their Instagram also at the Grand Theater with T-R-E as the spelling for theater. Um, for any updates and news on the show, thanks again for your time. We love you. Kisses. <laughs> Follow Gabe on Instagram. Bye. Gabe Root on Instagram. <laughs> Follow Gabe on Instagram. <laughs>